Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to The Sports Cap with Thomas III and Dylan. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Sports Cap here on Talk Jive. I'm Thomas III. And I'm Dylan. And you're listening to Talk Jive Radio. Now, um... Just a, a quick disclaimer. Uh, this is actually being recorded on, on Friday morning. Yes, um, we're March actually 8th. yes, we're actually going out of town. Uh, by the time this is is actually playing, we're gonna already be two days basically into South by Southwest. Right. And so uh, everybody here at Talk Dive, we're gonna be down there. We're gonna be going live. Make sure and check us out on um, all the social media stuff because you never know what we're going to go live from, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. We're going to be posting a ton of pictures and um, videos and stuff all while we're down there. You never know who we're going to run into. Exactly. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was kind of a problem. We we weren't going to be able to cover um, the, all the state champions from this past weekend right but we will definitely go back and do a recap next week that's right but at this point we know that um the anadarko boys were beat out that's right um, i think two of their best players uh, fouled out in that game it was, mm-hmm. uh, i guess it was a pretty close game but i guess it was um some contention about the refs yeah yeah as as, as it usually is yeah. i mean it looked like anadarko was defeated by what three points yeah, to, uh, and, uh, Holland Hall. Yeah, Holland Hall, and yeah. apparently, you know, we were talking about Holland Hall our last show because we didn't know who the hell Holland Holland Hall was. <laughs> you know, right. I've never heard of Holland. Yeah, no, Hall. me either. Um, so I did a little Google or a quick Google on them. Apparently, this is their first year in OSSAA. Oh wow! So it's a private school that has been. I guess they're up around Tulsa, and I guess a lot of those private schools kind of play in their own their own little league or whatever. Right. And so this is the first time that they were in um, in the OSSAA, and both the boys and girls both made the the state playoffs. So I guess they're a pretty decent team, you know. But um, yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, it, you have to say I think you have to separate the private schools from the public schools. Yeah, I do too. I think they're gonna have to try to figure out something in high school ball and the shot clock deal because that just drives me nuts <laughs> yes. that there's no shot clock. Hey, there's I've been on that soapbox yeah, for years. You have, you have. I've been on that soapbox for years. They have one in college, they have bring, one in NBA. Yes, like bring a shot clock to the high school <laughs> game. It's not gonna cost that much more. As a matter of fact, every high school uh gym that I've been to lately already has a shot clock in it. Right. Like, they've already got shot clocks behind the basket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that big of a cost. And and it would it would up the the speed of play and get these kids ready to play at another level whenever this is the only level that they're ever going to play at where they can just play stall ball. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a technique that is not going to be useful after this. Right. You know, so why – spend all this time teaching these kids how to play stall ball, how to how to run the clock out when they're never going to use that again in their whole life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just... So yeah, that's that's a problem. But yeah, we we know Darko got beat out first round the boys. Um the girls won a big one last night. Yes, played really good. Yeah, really good game. Uh how many points did Kaylee end up with? Man, I don't know. I have I haven't seen, but I mean she, I heard that she played really yeah, good. She had a hell of a game. Um that Newcastle team, that they, they had a girl number twenty. Right. She was nice. Yeah. And and Darko beat him pretty good, but out of that 
I don't even remember how many. What was the what was the final score? Man, I I can't remember off the top to, of my head. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Look it up. But yeah, um, you know that that number twenty probably had maybe 65 percent of their points. Right, right. <laughs> like, I mean, much she took was over. Yeah, she was killing it. Yeah, and she was a really good player, but um, Darko was just too much. I mean, they were, they were just too much for him, man. Um, I got the final score here. It was Lady Warriors seventy seven, Lady Racers fifty eight. Okay, so pretty much. So out of that fifty eight, I, I bet she was over thirty easily. Right. I mean, I, I bet you she had thirty something. I mean, she was nice, and right. a lot of it was just she's splitting double teams and just throwing up, you know, teardrops and stuff. I mean, but it was just right. It was it was just swarming defense, and um, it's good to watch in a dark old play like that. I really like seeing. You know, Kaylee and, and Lexi Foreman really doing their thing. That's, oh, yeah. That's the future of Anadarko basketball. No doubt. Man. And that's the scary thing is they're still so young. Yeah, both those know, girls relatively. are sophomores. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the oldest Zen girl is a junior. Right. She's going to be back next year. Right. I mean, oh, this they're going to be. They're building. Oh, yeah. You know, this, they're building. That's going to be a really good team for, for years to come. Right, for um, sure. Because definitely by the time uh, Kaylee and, and Lexi are seniors, that's two years from now. Right. I mean, and whatever other girls are coming up in yeah, junior high stuff is that is going to be there. and So they look to be good for a long time. That's true. And it's interesting because, you know, we they took on former Anadarko Lady Warrior coach Brett Sanders, mm-hmm. who's a really good coach and all that. And I just happen to personally know, just think how crazy this is, really unfortunate for Coach Sanders. But just mentally, he's coaching yesterday. And I just personally know that uh, – it was like his his dad's birthday that he just lost last year. Coach Sanders, all on the same day yesterday when he coached, he lost his son-in-law and he lost his uncle. <laughs> and all three of those things gone. Can you imagine trying to coach wow. a game? And I'm not making excuses for him, but Yeah, and then just, trying to coach a game where <laughs> it's everybody important. at the other school knows you. Yeah, and they pretty much there's a lot of darko people that don't like Coach Sanders and I mean, yeah. I think it's probably fifty-fifty, but yeah, it's just—I I think it was—I think it, it's a fun rivalry type yeah, thing, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's I don't think coach. it's as much as people don't like Sanders as they're just mad he left. Yeah, exactly, because you know they know I mean? he was a great coach. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that was just—that was just one of those things. He was a great coach. Oh yeah, you know? but he, sure. he wanted to move on and do something else. So, yep. Yep. You know, you can't fault can't fault the man for that. He did get a technical last night. Did he really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had some uh, he had some words. I thought he was going to get thrown out yeah. there for a minute. But, he always uh, had that signature foot stomp. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and uh, and you know another fun fact actually, uh, Coach Sanders is married to our own uh, the sister of our own the host of Sip Happens. There you go, it's Donna that, Richie. That's right. So uh, you know he's he's in laws. He's a uh, He's damn brother-in-law. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's related to Darko. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you know that was a good game. It was a really fun game yeah. to watch. Um, always fun to watch high school basketball. For I mean, sure. I just I, I love this time of year, man. This is whenever you get you get the high school basketball state championships. You're going right into March Madness. Well, next next up it'll be the uh, conference championships in right, college basketball. College. So you always get that, you know, Duke UNC matchup or you know something like that. Where um, let's see who's gonna go or see see who uh, you know wins their their conference championship with a losing record or something and ends up pushing somebody else off the bubble. Right. Or whatever, you know. Oh yeah. Everybody's watching these these conference championships and stuff and looking at resumes and all that kind of stuff and and leading up to the uh, you know the NCAA tournament March Madness and everything that that brings. That's right. And and. Man, 
We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that later. Okay. We'll, we'll have to talk about OU just a bit, you okay, know, because yeah. we've kind of thrown them under the bus this, this right. whole year, yeah, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. and and they're, you know they're like zombies. But yeah. uh, but before we get to that, um, in five A, you know we have El Reno, the right. the the girls and boys both made it, and you know we talked this year about how El Reno girls were kind of underachieving mm-hmm. for a lot of the year. You know they lost a lot of games, and and there were games that they just didn't look good you know it was just kind of like discombobulated or you know they didn't feel like it like it just wasn't working right and um apparently they put it all together at the right time yeah just because you know they they came out and uh they were in a winner go home situation with with lawton mac right lawton mac's a good team and um you know we actually saw them at uh the mid first warrior classic weren't they weren't they in there yes yes uh they had a pretty good team mm-hmm. and so they ended up beating lot mac to to stay alive and then they came up against ardmore and so it was you know beat ardmore and make it to state or else or you know over. go home and it was number one team in state in, in 5a you know what i mean and so it was like well you made a good run if y'all don't make it this and that they ended up beating them like 10 points, yeah. you know, and I'm yeah. like, what in the hell? Yeah. What is going on? Exactly. And so they're in state, you know, and I'm like, all right, well, y'all made it to state. I yeah. mean, that, that is an That's accomplishment in, in right. itself, you know, to be <laughs> one of the last eight teams, you know, left. Oh, yeah. And so yesterday they go out and they win. Yep. They, they won uh, 67 to 55 over Kawita. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. So a 12-point win. Right. And, I mean, it's just, it, it's amazing to me. And, and this is another team that's really young. You yeah. know, you got Jalen Ravellis, that's a sophomore. You got the other girl that's a freshman that's like a starting, I don't know, two or a point or something like that. I mean, they got a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing to me that, that they're actually, um, you know, making a run. And they're actually going to be playing, you know, pretty quick they're here while we're, yeah, while we're actually recording this. Yeah. And so we'll have to check that game out, too, and see, you know, see if we can find it streaming or something like that. And then um, – yeah, and then uh, uh, the El Reno boys come out and, and got a big win last night mm-hmm. um, over Carl Albert. Yeah, over fifty-four Carl Albert. to forty-eight, and and Carl Albert has been the thorn in the side of El Reno for years. Right. Well, they got past it at the exact right yeah. time, <laughs> and it's been—I mean, it's been like that since. Oh, let's see. Last year. They got beat by Carl Albert in the playoffs right before to get to state. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever their point guard went down, uh, the year before they got beat by Carl Albert in the regular season, and then in the playoffs, that was whenever Christian Wassenay was a senior, and uh, he's a, um, a pretty good player at Redlands right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean Carl Albert. They're in that same that same district, and they play each other every year. And, right, you know they always seem to meet up. Those those Midwest city schools are tough. Anytime you in, in especially in basketball, when you're thinking about going up against a Carl Albert or a Douglas or a, a Dell City or even a Midwest City or something like that, you know those are teams that you're most likely you're gonna have. Um, you're going to have an athletic ability disadvantage. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Those kids are oh, athletes. Yeah. Yes. And so mm. um, it, it's kind of the same way with a lot of those Tulsa schools. And that's what El Reno is going to have to battle with. I think uh, that Tulsa Memorial School, I think they have a couple of really big kids, like twins. Yeah. 
If I'm not mistaken, I think they may be 6'10 or something like that. They're Boy. both. I think they're both signed to go to OSU. Right. Wow, um, that's impressive. Yeah, so um, they're going to have a tough game today. That's yes. going to be at uh, 6 o'clock. Yep, at the Maybe Center in Tulsa. Yep. So, um, yeah, you know, we're going to be watching all these games. And, and like I said, by the time this airs, those games <laughs> will be over. Right. But um, we'll be able to talk a little bit more about it right. on the next week's episode That's and right. um, kind of get more in depth about it and uh, talk about the future and that kind of stuff. For sure. So uh, good luck to all those kids out there that are still playing, you know, representing your your uh, team, your your community, a lot of times representing your tribes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you just have just just that last name, uh, you know, whatever your last name is, that that native last right. name, somebody hears it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm behind them just because <laughs> yeah. of the name. I'm going to drive you know across the I mean? state. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really will, you know. Yeah. Uh, El Reno has a girl on their team um, named Bushyhead. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a a pretty well known uh, Cheyenne name, right? And I'm sure people see that and they're like, "Oh, Bushyhead, I'm gonna go check that out." Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just like Darko. You know, you have Jessica Quiton, right? And, uh, you know, yeah, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I love I love this time of year because the natives really get out and they really represent well. You'll see. I mean, no, the game last night, the Darko girls game, was. Packed. That's what I heard, man. It I was, wish I would have It was been able standing to make it. room only. I mean, it was packed. It was a, uh, it was playoff basketball. That's for sure. It was, it was definitely hype. And uh, I actually saw the Hall and Hall girls team that were coming up to play. I guess in the game afterwards. Uh huh. And so yeah, so the boys and girls teams are in in their first year. Right. So uh, we started talking a little bit about March Madness. Mm-hmm. Um. We kind of we kind of left OU for dead probably about a month ago, two months ago. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> well, you know they had a good start. They they started off really well. They played some good teams in the non conference schedule and did their thing, and then uh, got into the conference and just nosedived. Yeah, I mean they they played like crap for the majority of the year. I guess it was really more just like the middle third, right? Because I mean now they're coming out and they just beat Kansas, mm-hmm. and um, by all accounts have pretty much stamped their ticket to the to the the tournament, right? To the big yeah, dance. gonna make it in the big dance, man. So you know, at one point this year, we were talking about whether or not the coach should be fired. Right, right. You know, I mean, what three years removed from a Final Four appearance? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Isn't that crazy? You know, and I mean, that shows you the state of basketball. I mean, at, at OU, a football school. Right. Where we just want, like, we're happy with, a, a you know, a sweet 16 every once in a while. Yeah. Like, hey, well, yeah. that's cool. Exactly. We'll take it. You know, we're right. going to make a run to a Final Four with the Blake Griffin or, yeah. you know, Buddy, Buddy Buckets Hill. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm all in for that. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, it's not like. We're not Duke or Kentucky or right. you know something Kansas like that. or something where it's like if you don't win this conference then right. you know you're on the hot seat. Yeah, I mean, and and that may be the situation that we're looking at at Kansas right now. Hey, and but like, I, I think it's probably for a lot more reasons than just not winning the conference yeah, championship. Some more but extracurricular think, stuff. Yeah, but I think that's probably going to be the the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And how about that? Kansas Jayhawks not winning the regular season Big 12, yeah. you know, title for 
first time in how long? It's I think it was 18 years. Yeah, like 18 years. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So I guess it's between Texas Tech and Kansas State right now. Who yeah, could, that's pretty much what it's looking like. Uh, yeah. Doesn't OU have to play one of them too? I think so. I think so. I think, I think they got um, Kansas State. Or maybe they play both of them. Let's I can't see. even remember. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real Yeah, quick. check out OU's. Yeah, they OU's play schedule. at Kansas State on the 9th, which is tomorrow. So, oh, yeah, okay. it'll be interesting. So, I guess, you know, Texas Tech's obviously become big OU fans. Oh, yeah. That, you know. So, is this the uh, – is that the last game? That's the last the regular, regular season. season game. So, it's coming down to the last regular it season is. game to decide who's going to win the uh, the championship, yep. the regular season championship. Yep. And, you know, there's a lot coming out. I guess the um, – the whole deal whenever um, the OSU coach yeah. was caught in that whole, you know, everything that was going on. Well, I guess as the as they've continued on with that, I guess Kansas has a lot to do with it. Oh. And that's been kind of the grumblings is that all this is coming out. Like this was likely going to end up Bill Self's last year anyway wow. at Kansas because there's probably going to be some sh- uh, some sanctions coming down. Mm-hmm. Um one of the reasons why one of their best players this year was ruled ineligible. Um, I can't remember what his name was. He had a he had a um, a name that somebody else has had, like the last name, right? But uh, right. he was supposed to be like one of the best players in the country, and um, ended up getting ruled ineligible. And so, uh, and that's I think that's probably um, just symptoms of that bigger problem. Oh yeah, and how dirty they are, and you know what they've been doing, and. I mean, when you think about it, before Bill Self, it was Roy Williams. Yep. And we've already seen how much stuff Roy Williams has, you know, gotten in trouble for oh, yeah. in his time at, at Kansas. Right. So this is probably something that's just been, you know. Kind just, of the norm. Yeah, just the kind of the, the way that it works. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it's crazy, man. I don't know. It's finally catching up with them. So. I, I'm just convinced there's no such thing as a squeaky clean program anywhere. There's yeah, always, you know what I mean? But. Well, it's the old, uh, it's the old NASCAR. You know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Exactly. Uh, so sadly, what it is. These yeah, days. it really is, man. I mean, it's like steroid use in in baseball and cycling and NFL or whatever. I mean, right. At what point does it stop becoming an advantage to you when because everybody else is doing it, where it's just leveling the playing field, basically? Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, I I really don't know. I'm. I'm not a big fan of the drug stuff mm-hmm. as far as like drug testing and saying you can do this or you can do that, but you can't do this, you can't do that. Right. And it's always such a it's always such a game between the the scientists that are creating this stuff and the people that are testing for it. Right. And how they can come out with a new one that's not gonna get tested for. You can use this <laughs> until they detected. until they finally decide that they're gonna be able to detect it. Uh, it was HGH for a while mm-hmm. before they before they banned that. Um, you know, we had uh, we had Mark McGuire that was using androstenedione, right? Um, publicly admitted using androstenedione yep. because it wasn't on the banned substance list, right? Even though it was uh, a performance enhancing drug, it was just ahead of the curve, so they weren't testing for it. Yet. Right. So when you you know. He's out there hitting 70. Yeah, you know, jacking them, boy. Yeah, what was it, 72 home runs yeah, or whatever it was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, that was that was kind of, I mean, how did that hurt the game? I, I mean, know. I, I think I think 
I watched more baseball that year. Oh yeah, during Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, than I probably ever right. had. Oh yeah, and even like the when Barry Bonds was doing his thing yeah. out at San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's more entertaining. It like, really is. I, I get never... it that it's an advantage and it's cheating, but I don't know. It's yeah. more entertaining for sure. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's my thing. Like, I mean, the the banned substances thing is just I. I have a really big problem with it, especially with marijuana being on any banned substance list. There's there's no advantage right. that you're getting from marijuana except what pain relief and right. you know. I mean, exactly. It's 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 so stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It is what it is, but but yeah. So who do you who is your early pick? to uh to win the championship national championship oh man i'm trying to think like i just want to right off the bat just without looking or anything just kind of knee jerk uh is it it's for is it virginia or is it like that rick barnes from uh texas yeah, yeah. they've been playing really good and i mean they really have i, I can see them maybe being final four see i, I don't do i don't it. trust rick barnes really? to win a championship yeah, well he has a longhorn so i mean well he had kd and couldn't win a championship yeah that's true too yeah. I mean, he, he has some, some good players. teams on that KD team. Yeah, some of those other pros. That, and you know, yeah, like, uh, the point guard. Yeah, uh, um, they what, had, what's his name like Royal Ivy or something? Yeah, trying to they oh, had TJ Ford. Yeah, TJ Ford. Yeah, they had. Uh, I think they had at least three NBA players on that team. Yes, they did. And did they even make Final Four? I don't want to. I don't think they did. That wasn't during the era where basically Carmelo and Syracuse just basically ran through the Big Twelve. March Madness was it? No, that was a year before. Year before, yeah, okay. because uh, when Carmelo did that, that was whenever LeBron was a a, a rookie. Oh, okay, and uh, and then Carmelo came out in the draft with D Wade. That's right, and. Um, Darko Milicic. That was a good draft that year. Yeah, well, maybe – yeah, they all, they all came out that year. LeBron did too. Mm -hmm. So, LeBron was a senior in high school whenever whenever uh, Melo was at Syracuse. Right. Because he ran through the whole Big 12. Yeah, because Melo even made some smart comment about, yeah. like, man, they need to mail me my Big 12 championship ring. Cause yeah, because I, mean, was I like think OU, they beat six Big 12 teams. Yeah, I know, I know for sure. It was OU, OSU, Texas, and Kansas. Yeah. Those four for sure. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But all in a row, too. Yeah, they, they just ran through them. So, I think it wasn't it Kansas teams. in the national championship I game? think so, yeah. But, and, yeah, I think it was the next year was whenever KD was at um, – was at Texas. Right. Now, who was that number one pick that year? Uh, that was when Portland had it, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. What was, it was that big, uh, ugly-ass dude? Ohio Greg Oden? State. Greg Oden from yeah, Ohio State. Yeah. Because that KD went number two to the Sonics. Yeah, to the Sonics. Yep. Yeah. So, that worked out good for the Thunder organization. Oh, definitely you know what I mean? did. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, that was – it's such a toss-up, man. Oh, it is. I couldn't have drafted no dude with a face looking that old. Though. Yeah, man, he looked like somebody's grandpa. He looked like LeBron's student. uncle. Yeah, he did. That's what he looked like. Like, LeBron <laughs> came into the league with a with a grown man face anyway. Oh, yeah. But Greg Oden came into the league with, a like, a, a alcoholic uncle face. Yes, he looked just, like, weathered. Yeah, <laughs> like, he You know did. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he wasn't just old. He looked like he yeah. went through some elements. Like, and... weather-beaten. He had <laughs> yeah. a crow's feet and yeah. everything. You oh, know man, what I mean? I'm telling you. That's crazy. So, uh, like I said, we're recording this on Friday. So, the Thunder got a big win last night. Yes, they did. Much finally needed started, win. Finally started starting to turn it around a little bit. Yep. Um, Russell shot fourth, good. The fourth in a row against Portland. Yeah, swept Portland. That's amazing. That really know? is. 
Did you watch the game? I didn't. I was at, I was at the Darko game, and I was you know right. I was everywhere. So the big joke and everything going around, and it's not really a they, these guys weren't joking, but wouldn't you say that Charles Barkley and Kenny the Kenny the Jet Smith, you know TNT guys, at halftime they seriously made their bold prediction that the Portland Trailblazers would not only be in the Western Conference Finals but be in the finals this year. They're saying that they're the second best team in the West as far as the best matchup to beat Golden State because of their guard play with McCollum and, and Damian Lillard. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But they're saying all this as the Thunder are beating them and have swept them this year. So it's just yeah. interesting. Well, <laughs> and and that's the thing about the NBA, though. It, it, is a, um, it is a game of matchups. It really is. I mean, the reason why the Thunder were built the way they were was because of the Lakers, right? With Andrew Bynum and all, and that was who they thought they were going to be playing up against. Yep. So they built that team with you know Stephen Adams and Serge Ibaka, and you know going big to to combat Pau Gasol and Andrew Bynum and those you know Kobe and stuff right. like that. That's what they were building for. That's right. And because... then and then whenever that fell apart, all of a sudden Golden State rises. And, yeah. and it's a com- and it completely the changes style. the NBA. Yeah, that's right, because it was the Lakers, the first year the Thunder made the playoffs, is the Lakers that bounced them in the first round. Mm-hmm. So that does make total sense. It's yep. crazy. So it was uh, that was kind of the the idea was to to build a team that could beat the Lakers and the Spurs. Right. Um, because you had Tim Duncan and, you know, you had these these big uh, centers and power forwards and stuff, and, and that's what the Thunder were trying to go for. Yep. So now it's kind of like, Everything's changed so much. They're having to rebuild that team and trying to get more shooters and more length and athleticism to play defense right. and that kind of thing. And it takes time. And that and that makes sense because, you know, if you have guards that are going to be able to make them work on the defensive end, um, the thing about Golden State is that they do have a really good defender, you know, at the, at the two-guard spot. At the one – uh, not so much, right? You know what I mean. You can you can maybe could take advantage of that. You can get a switch or whatever. I mean, but the the thing is, both of your guards being so good, being able to handle the ball and being able to shoot and all that kind of stuff, that's gonna make it to where you're gonna have to pick which one you put in clay on and give the other one shots. Exactly. So it, it makes sense, yeah. and you know it makes sense that. Um, that the Thunder have advantages in different places on them. You know, and 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 I think Russell he really does take it personally whenever point guards play against him. Oh yeah, he point guards does. that he thinks that he's better than or whatever. Right. And I like that mentality. No, I do too. You know? I like that. I'm gonna go out and take you. You know, I'm gonna take your soul from you. Exactly. Um, that that kind of killer instinct. That's all I think is missing a lot in the NBA these days. Oh, I do too. And it's just softened you know, up a lot. Yeah, yeah, it, it has. And and Russ is, you know, he's. He's kind of he he's he's in that same mold though too because he's so emotional right and he lets you know his emotions um, get out sometimes when I think he probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like I said, it's a whole it's a whole different ball game. Now. Oh yeah, you it know is. people. It's not the same NBA as whenever Charles Barkley oh, and no. you know the Pistons used to yeah. assassinate people, man, yeah. out there like it was. <laughs> Well, I mean, go go look at a highlight film of Carl Malone's, uh, you know, his fouls on people. Oh yeah, or the fouls that Charles Barkley would have on people. Right. Or the foul. I mean, that's the way it was. Charles Oakley. Yes. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah, that's one. Uh, uh, these guys, man, they they were 
they were ready to fight. Yeah. Regardless, they was gonna knock you down and stare at you and say, "I bet you don't get up and swing on me." Right. You do it on. Yep. Exactly. But you know that was that was a whole different NBA, and I understand that they wanted to get away from that. You know, you don't want players getting hurt doing stupid stuff like that. Right. You don't want you know, you want your stars to be able to shine. Mm-hmm. You know. More points equals more money. More exactly. eyes on the TV. You know what I mean. You see it. You see it in, in the NFL right now. Right. You know. Um, you see all these teams switching to uh, to what's popular now. Oh and, yeah. Uh, well, we only got a couple minutes left, but uh, you know the buzz is all um, whether Kyler Murray's going to go one or not. And we have uh, Charlie. What's his name? Castle Castleberry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who is that guy? I I don't know, man. That's what I'm trying to. F- so he comes out and and says all this stuff about him not being a hard worker, not being good on the whiteboard, and blah blah blah, this and that. And he's been attacked by, I mean, everybody from Lincoln Riley yeah, to, to Kyler's NFL former teammates, yeah. OU. Um, for him. I think it was like one of the dudes at at uh, from the Cowboys who said, "I've known this kid since he was a, a sophomore in high school." Right and. Everything I know is counterintuitive to what you're saying. Right. It makes you wonder just how much, though, that they're just comparing him to Baker Mayfield because we all know Baker's outspoken yeah. and really going to – but, I mean, that's not fair to Kyler, though. Well, He's not Baker. Like. And there's so much more to it. I mean, you think about – we don't know who it was that he was interviewing with that they you know, that they just said they hated it. What if it was Jacksonville or somewhere where he didn't want to go right. and he just tanked the, that's the tr- interview just right. because he didn't want to go there? There could be some strategy to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, or he was told by the Arizona Cardinals that – He's their number one pick, so you ain't even got to worry about doing all the rest of this crap, or right? Whatever. You know, we just we want you to do this, 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 and this. Oh yeah, and that's what you do, and you're going to be the number one pick, right? A lot so, of insight, yeah, that and not there, everyone's aware. There, of. There's so much to that, and then, and then of course, you know, we're talking about the change in culture from the the ball, like the running dominant, you know, control the clock, grind it out. Uh, to this, you know, high-flying, fast-paced, uh, you know, throw the ball around, you know, 100 times a game. Right. So, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of that old guard that are still holding on that like that old style of football that don't want to see it go this way. Exactly. And there I say there's probably a lot of GMs that don't want to see any more black quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I mean, we've seen some racist GMs out there. Right. We saw it with, with Houston, mm-hmm. um, you know, last year. And so – it's, it wouldn't be surprising to know that there are some racist uh, racist owners in the, in the NFL. It's yeah. been put out there since, you know, all the Kaepernick stuff. And, I mean, for them to put in a rule, the Rooney rule, where you have to interview a black coach. <laughs> right. Like, it, it shouldn't even Yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't even be need a, that. Yeah, it shouldn't be a thing but, in today's society. You know, it is what it is. Well, thank you all for joining us this Sports Cap. And uh, we will be back next week to discuss – all of the uh, the state championship games and for sure. who all brought gold balls home and and uh, and then get ready for March Madness. So coming up, yeah, Good we're, we're going to keep it going. And and all next week, of course, remember to follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we will be going live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, throwing yeah. horns down all over the place. Oh yeah, be on the lookout for us, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, for everybody here at Talk Jive Radio. I'm Thomas the Third. And I'm Dylan. And we're saying peace.